ಮನೋಜವಾರುತುಲ್ಯವೇಗಂ ಜಿತೇಂದ್ರಿಯಂ ಬುದ್ಧಿಪತಾಂವರಿಷ್ಟೂತ ಸಂತೋಷಿಣೀ ಜಗನ್ಮಾತ ಮಮ ಸೌಭಾಗ್ಯವೃದ್ಧೇ ನಮಸ್ಕರೋಮಿ ಭಕ್ತ್ಯ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನವರದ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವ ಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತೌ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತೌ ಪುನಃ ಪುನಃ ಓಂ ನಮ ಪ್ರಣವಾಥಾಯ ಶುದ್ಧಜ್ಞಾನೈಕಮೂರ್ತ ನಿರ್ಮಲಾಯ ಪ್ರಶಾಂತಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಸಚ್ಚಿತಾನಂದಯ ವಿಶ್ವೋತ್ಪತ್ತಿಹೇತವೆ ತಾಪತ್ರಯ ವಿನಾಶಾಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ವಯಂಹ ನೀಲಾಂಬುಜಶ್ಯಾಮಳಕೋಮಳಂಗಂ ಸೀತಾಸಮಾರೋಪಿತಮಭಾಗಂ ಪಾಣೌ ಮಹಾಸಾಯಕಚಾರುಚಾಪಂ ನಮಿ ರಾಮಂ ರಘುವಂಶನಾಥ ನೀಲಾಂಬುಜಶ್ಯಾಮಳಕೋಮಳಂಗಂ ಸೀತಾಸಮಾರೋಪಿತಮಭಾಗಂ ಪಾಣೌ ಮಹಾಸಾಯಕಚಾರುಚಾಪಂ ನಮಿ ರಾಮಂ ರಘುವಂಶನಾಥ ಶ್ರೀಭಗವಾಚ ಪ್ರವಕ್ಷ್ಯಾಮ್ಯನಸೂಯವೇಜ್ಞಾಮೋಕ್ಷಸೇಷುಭಾಜವಿದ್ಯಾಜುಹ್ಯಂ ಪವಿತ್ರಮಿದಮುತ್ತಮಕ್ಷಾವಗಮಂ ಧರ್ಮ್ಯಂ ಸಸುಖಂ ಕರ್ತುಮ್ಯಯ ಅಶ್ರದ್ಧಾನುರುಷಾ 
ಅಪ್ರಾಪ್ಯಮಾವರ್ತಂತೆ ಮೃತ್ಯು ಸಂಸಾರವರ್ತ್ಮನಿ ಮಯತತಮಿದಗದವ್ಯಕ್ತಮೂರ್ತಿ ಮಸ್ಥಾನಿಭೂತಿ ಪಶ್ಯೋಗಮೈಶ್ವರಂಭೂತಸ್ತೂತಭಾವನ ಯಾಕಾಶಸ್ತಿ ವಾಯುಸ್ಸರ್ವತ್ರ ಗೋಮಹಾನ್ ತೀತ್ಯುಪಾರಯ ಭಗವಾನ್ first three verses he gives introduction to the topic jnanam vijnanam and this is the knowledge is praised because brahma vidya is vidyanam rajah the king of all knowledges and secret of all secrets and in order to create enthusiasm and curiosity in the mind of arjuna bhagwan praises this vidya that is important because unless you know the glory of something you will not be interested in knowing <laughs> so glorification is very important therefore bhagwan glorifies this vidya brahma vidya and that also which uh, is familiar for arjuna arjuna being a royal prince he understand when it is talked about in terms of raja king so king of all vidyas when you say he will be interested <laughs> so the words chosen also to suit the temperament of the person <laughs> then the fourth and fifth verses you see the entire essence of upanishads are given here <coughs> so maya tatamidam sarvam jagat avyakta murtina masthani sarvabhutani rajamasthani so maya tatamidam sarvam tatam means pervades i pervade the whole creation in my unmanifest form avyakta murtina so when you 
here pervade, the word pervade, that also create a concept in your mind. Suppose the floor is there, on the floor there is a carpet. The floor is covered with carpet. So what do you say? Carpet is pervading the floor. Carpet pervades the floor. So in this what happens? There are two things. One is the floor, another is carpet. So the word pervasiveness, sometimes we misunderstand. There is a world and the Lord is pervading that. So there will be two things. One is world, another is the Lord. This is how we understand the word pervasiveness. That is not correct because it is something like gold pervading the ornament. There is no, there are no two things. Only one thing, that is gold. Ornament is only a name given to a form. So, vacharambanam vikaro namadheyaha mrittikete vasatyam. So, what is, what is real is the clay with reference to pots, but the name pot is given to a particular form, it is again dependent upon your words. <laughs> so, therefore, pervasiveness, maya tatamidam sarvam. So, this tatam shabdam has to be understood very well. Jagat avyakta murtina, that's why Bhagavan corrects it saying, avyakta murtina, in my unmanifest form. Unmanifest means indriya akocharap. That which cannot be perceived or experienced through our senses. So that is called e, uh, avyaktam. It is something like, I gave example yesterday, that is the butter is there in the milk. But it cannot be seen, cannot be experienced through our eyes. But unless it is created, produced through a process of sadhana. What are the process of sadhana? Heating up, cooling down, and then adding the, the what do you call the, the starter, and then stirring it, and then slowly. This is the process of sadhana, in spiritual sadhana. So how do we, even though Bhagavan is present with us, like the butter present in the milk, but how do we bring it out? The bringing out is called sadhana. So sadhana is, many method of sadhanas are there. So some of them are like churning. <laughs> like churning is called meditation, sadh, upasana. So upasana is also a type of churning. And then the through upasana, one gain purity of mind. In that pure mind, the what is there behind the mind, gets revealed without any obstruction. <laughs> so, sarvabhūtāni <laughs> Ah, very, so, sorry. Mayātadamidam sarvam jagadavyaktamurtina mastāni sarvabhūtāni Najāham teshu avastidaha So, every, all, sarvabhūtāni, all living beings are established in me. But I do not 
exist in them. Nachaham teshu avasthitaha. So, I do not exist in them means, I do not depend upon them. That is the idea. So, with my presence, everything, all the living beings are alive, but without me, they have no existence. It is something like the gold say, as long as I am there, chain is there, bangles are there, Earrings are there, nose rings are there, every, wedding rings, all everything is there. <laughs> so, wedding ring, there is a joke about it. No? <laughs> First is an engagement ring, then it is a wedding ring, third one is suffering. Those <laughs> are three types of ring. <laughs> anyway, you all know it, so I don't have to. I am saved from that, so. <laughs> but maybe there are joy here, even suffering also there is a joy, they say. It's good. Anyway, so, bankle or ring or whatever it is, masthani, they are all exist in me. But I do not exist in them, means what? Gold is, gold can exist without all these things. Without ring, chain or bankle, the gold has got its own independent existence. So that is what Bhagavan meant that, I do not exist in them, means I do not depend upon them. <laughs> then, Najamasthani Bhutani Pashyame Yoga Maishwaram. And in fact, from a different standpoint, if you look at it, Really speaking, there is no chain or bankle. What is there is only gold. <laughs> Wherever you look, whatever you touch, what are you touching? You are touching gold. You are not touching bankle. You are not touching chain. What are you touching all the time? It is gold alone. So in that respect, from a different standpoint, from his own standpoint, Bhagavan says, I alone exist, nothing else exists. Hmm. Then Bhagavan gave an example in the sixth verse that Yathakashasthitaha nityam vayus sarvaktrago mahan tadha sarvani bhutani mastani tyubadharaya. It is a beautiful example because akashaha, see akasha means that which gives accommodation, avakashatvat akashaha. So, Akasha is the one that gives accommodation to everybody. That Akasha is, compared to all other elements, it is subtler. And all those things are superimposed upon the Akasha. Because the Tala, Malina, Ityadi. So, when you look at Akasha, there is a blue color. And that color, etc., is superimposed upon the Akasha. Exactly, there is no color at all, but we superimpose. We call it as an optical illusion, etc., but it is superimposed. But that Akasha, even though the air is born of Akasha, but the quality of Akasha, air, the attributes of air, will not taint the Akasha. 
the what are the attributes of this air sometime it is carrying good fragrance sometime it is ferocious sometime it is mild sometime it is <coughs> foul sm smelling so whatever be the attributes of that air it doesn't contaminate the space <coughs> the same way bhagwan also says that even though the existence of this creation of names and form exist in me but they do not affect me <coughs> so i support them yes but that their existence whether their attributes good bad or indifferent it doesn't affect me at all <coughs> so that example is very important very beautiful example the space and the air example even though the air is born of akasha but akasha is not affected by the presence or absence of air or the qualities of the air now this much we saw yesterday now let us see bhagwan is continuing sarva bhutani kaunteya प्रकृति जापादो विसृजाम्यहमूदानी प्रकृति यामिका प्रकृति यो मिका दे गो बैक् टू मै प्रकृति सो आल लिविंग बीइंग्स एट वन पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम दे गो बैक् टू मै प्रकृति दिसव नाउ ईवन नाउट वी नो द सैंस आलो टेल्स इज दैट the fuel that is there in the sun it's a gaseous mass so that fuel that is there in the in the sun it will be one day it will be burnt off but not now you know when they talk about it it is always billion years so it is always consolation <laughs> we are not going to see it maybe you come back we don't know <laughs> that is also possible <laughs> but it is millions or billion years at one point of time it is to go completely dissolve that's why there are so many stars see sun is also another star it is closer to us so we call it as sun but otherwise it is a star so in the galaxy you can see with with powerful microscope they are able to see why that there are certain stars disappearing and new stars are being formed all this phenomena they are able to observe now so this star also which is closer to us it will also disappear when that disappear the whole what you call solar system also will disappear because they are the whole solar system is depending upon that one sun <coughs> if that goes everything else also will go so the so if the all the planets disappear the human beings also disappear living beings also disappear this we call it as in our shastra pralaya 
So pralaya. So this pralaya is happening to us everyday basis. So we are also, they call nitya pralaya. So pralaya also, there are different kinds of pralaya is there. One is called nitya pralaya. Nitya pralaya means everyday pralaya. Everyday pralaya means what? You go to sleep, it is pralaya. <laughs> everything is dissolved, isn't it? Whatever worries, anxieties, problem, everything get dissolved when you go to sleep. <laughs> all your <laughs> ambitions, whatever it is, you had plans, all those things. Okay, we'll see tomorrow. Let me sleep now. Once you sleep, everything is dissolved. <laughs> and once you are asleep, once you are asleep, what happened? Whatever be your qualities, that also goes with you. Isn't it? It gets dissolved. That is why you know, somebody said, if you, even if you are a greatest musician, when you snore, once you slept, if you are, snore, if you are snoring, the snoring is not sapasa. <laughs> it is apashruti. <laughs> so it is only in one of the movies, so the Shankaravaranam, I think, that, that person is sleeping and his breathing is sapasa. It is traumatized, but actually it is not so. Because the musician doesn't know that he is sleeping. <laughs> Even engineer sleeps, or doctor sleeps, or scientist sleeps. Once they sleep, they are dead to this world completely. So everything gets dissolved. So this is called Nitya Pralaya, Naimitika Pralaya, then Atyantika Pralaya, etc. is there. There are different kinds of Pralaya is there. So Naimitya Pralaya is what? When Brahmaji goes to sleep. <laughs> that is Naimitya Pralaya. Brahmaji goes to sleep when, see, one cycle is, I think, last class, last eighth chapter we talked about it. The same topic came. So 4.3 million years is one cycle. <laughs> so Satya Yuga, Treda Yuga, Dwapara Yuga, Kali Yuga put together is 4.3 million years. And that 4.3 million is called one cycle. Like that, 1,000 cycle is Brahmaji's waking hours, 12 hours, okay? Then another 12 hours he sleeps. <laughs> because Brahmaji works continuously two hours. That's why it's not like us. <laughs> the tea break, lunch break and all that is not that. He continuously works. So he needs 12 hours sleep. So 2,000 Mahayuga, <laughs> see, 2,000 multiplied by 4.3 million years is Brahmaji's one day. So when after 1,000 multiplied by 4.3 years, he goes to sleep. Once he sleeps, what happens? All the jivas goes into an unmanifest state. Like when we sleep, all our faculty goes into an unmanifest state the same way. We are all in Brahmaji. It's called Hiranyagarbha. We are all in Brahmaji. Not only human beings, all living beings, and not only that, the entire creation, <laughs> including the galaxy, including the black hole, everything is in him. And it gets dissolved completely. So this is called the prakritim yanti mamikam. It goes into an unmanifest state, kalpakshaye punasthani. And at the end of kalpa again, <laughs> So, an end of Kalpa here means another 1,000 years. Okay, Brahmaji sleep 12 hours. So, that is 1,000 by 
multiply by 4.3, then Kalpakshay, then Punastani, at the end of that Kalpa, he wakes up, Punastani. Once he wakes up, he starts creation. What is the creation? Whatever was there, whatever was there before, inherent in him, in the form of seed form, that come into manifestation. Kalpado visarjamiham. <coughs> Kalpado, beginning of the kalpa, visarjami sent forth. So, when Brahmaji goes to sleep, everything goes into an unmanifest state. The moment he wakes up, he everything comes into manifestation. Like when you wake up, whatever that faculty you had, it comes into manifestation. So that is why a doctor wakes up, he wakes up as a doctor, not engineer. So an engineer wakes up, he wakes up as an engineer. All the faculties of an engineer manifest in him. So then continuing, Prakritim Swama Mashtabhyam Visrajami Punaf Punaham Utak Gramamimam Krishnam Avasham Prakriter Vashad Prakritim Swab Avashtabhya Prakritim Prakriti means Bhagavan's Maya Prakriti Material cause called Prakriti Swab My own My own Prakriti Avashtabhya Avastapya means having enlivened. So, <clears throat> Prakriti is inert, insentient. It doesn't have its own ability to function. So, that inert, in, uh, the insentient Prakriti, with the presence, with the blessings of Bhagavan, it gets activated. <laughs> so, there are so many theories are there according to Sankhyan philosophy. The Prakriti and Purusha, though when the Prakriti is Satvarajasthamas, all in equilibrium, then there is no creation. When that equilibrium is disturbed, then the creation starts, etc. There are so many theories are there. So here Bhagavan said, Prakritim Swam Avashtabhya Visrajami Punaf Punaha. So enlivening the Prakriti. So Visrajami Punaf Punaha. This creation, Srijami, so I, this creation means manifestation. So creation in our, in our scriptures, it is not a linear creation. So linear means straightforward. So there was a, there is a beginning, there is an end, straight. Then what happened? Then question comes, why did he start? All these problems will be there. Who asked him to create? When did he create? What for he created? Who asked him to create? What motive? What mot What is the motive behind the creation? All this question will be there. It is very, however much you explain, it is not satisfactory. <laughs> so our theory is creation is not a linear uh, thing, but it is a cycle. <laughs> so when it is a cycle, there is no beginning or an end. <coughs> it is continuous. So, Bhagavan says, punaha punaha is used here. 
again and again he creates dissolve creates dissolve like you go to sleep punaha punaha isn't it again and again you go to sleep every day you sleep so every day you create morning waking up again you create the same thing same breakfast same lunch same dinner then again you go to sleep again getting up same breakfast cereal <laughs> or some other thing you do but whatever it is it is all the same monotonous thing isn't it so the same way brahmaji also creates the same thing what was in him in fact he is not able to capable of creating anything new ha <laughs> ah, even brahmaji cannot create something new that only brahman maya can create <laughs> not brahmaji brahmaji is only able to create what was in him before <laughs> so this is so prakritim swam avashtabhya visrjami punah punah bodak gramam imam krishnam gramam means group bodak gramam the group of elements bodak gramam multitude of beings krishnam all entire thing avasham prakriter vashat so by the force of nature helplessly because this creation happens helplessly means because everybody is all the jivas are born because of vasanas these vasanas are collected previous life then oh, that vasana collected previous life it goes on <laughs> it is uh, what you call uh, unending so this prakrite vashad so helplessly as uh, as uh, as dictated or controlled by prakriti this bhagwan creates means bring into manifestation so this ma- manifest coming into manifestation go back into unmanifestate this is called creation there is no one day bhagwan realized let me create everything and then he started creating at random <laughs> no it is not that's why there are so many theories about creation <laughs> in in mandukya garika gotavadacharya talks about 82 different type of theories on creation <laughs> all of them he dismisses saying that they are all theories <laughs> none of them are valid <laughs> why because even scientists are trying to figure out what is the origin of creation <laughs> but the problem for them is the origin of creation they are trying to find out within the creation <laughs> so suppose you say atom is the origin of creation but atom is within the creation is <laughs> already created so that cannot be the cause of creation if you want to find out the cause of creation the cause has to be something other than the creation so unless they look outside the creation for the cause they will not dissolve resolve the problem <laughs> so until then they will not be able to resolve so that is what our scriptures have done it 
So they have pointed out to us that something other than the creation is the cause of the creation. <laughs> it is not one of the thing in the creation, like atom or whatever you go, whatever subtlest part you go, still it is within the creation. So that cannot be the cause of creation. <laughs> so, prakritim swam avashtabhya visarjami punah punaha. So, Bhagavan is the one giving the life to the prakriti and once prakriti get activated and prakriti here means brahmaji, brahmaji, brahman plus maya is called Ishwara. That Ishwara is the one who become three. Brahma, Vishnu, Maheshwara. So, Brahmaji is part of Ishwara and he has the ability to create. So, that creation means here bringing forth the unmanifest into manifestation. This is called creation. Budakrama mimam krishnam avasham prakriter vashad. As though helplessly under the influence of one's own prakriti. Having said that, now Bhagavan says, Nachamam tani karmani. Nibaknandidhananjayam. Udasinavat asinam. Asaktam teshu karmasu. Now my question is that, Bhagavad, if you are doing this, what? <coughs> Dissolve the world, afterwards bringing forth the world. This is a karma. If you are doing this, will you not get affected by the creation? <coughs> I do a small little thing, I get affected. I start a small company, slowly it grows into a multinational company, then <laughs> I regret, why did I start this? Isn't it because you have no time to breathe? <laughs> so, until then everything was okay, I had some leisure, now I can't even Think about taking off. Why? So same way, Bhagavan, you have created the whole world. How can you say you will not get affected? So this is the question. So for that, Bhagavan is answering. Nachamam tani karmani nibaknanditananjaya. These acts do not bind me. E dhananjaya. Nibhaknandi, they don't bind me. Udasinavat asinaha asaktam teshu karmasu. I am totally detached to these karmas. So I do not have this kartrutta bhavana. I am the doer. So when we perform an action, what is that? We own that action, isn't it? We own it. And when we own it, we want to have the right result. 
we accept the right result. If we do not get the right result, we get disappointed also. And until I get that result, we do continue this. This is our nature. Therefore, we get bound. Binding means what? Until you get that result, you will not be able to keep quiet. If it is a failure, it disappoints you, it makes you sad. This is called bondage. It affects you. The result will affect us. But here Bhagavan says, I am not interested in the results. Then why are you doing it? <laughs> it is something like, you know, your child. A child is four-year, five-year-old child. Get excited going to Disneyland. Hmm? Now he tells you, Daddy, we have to go to Disneyland. Now you are you interested in going to Disneyland? <laughs> Your age is different, isn't it? You get even after going there, you get tired, but the child is still energetic. <laughs> but for the sake of the child, you may decide to go, isn't it? It is not that your desire. And that every ride, the child is so excited and then, you know, you, you looking at the child, you feel happy. Not that the ride makes you happy. <laughs> you, you, because every ride, before the ride starts, you have to stand in line for half an hour, one hour sometime. That makes you very tiring. But the child is enthusiastic. And seeing the enthusiasm of the child, you may feel wonderful. <laughs> But you ask yourself, do I need to go through? Suppose you yourself want to go. No, you will not go. Why? You have no desire for it. I hope so. Huh? <laughs> there are some parents, they like it also. <laughs> More than the child. In our childhood, it was not there. So <laughs> let me go and see. Like that. There are some parents. But that's different. Generally, it is you have no interest. But for the child's sake, you do it. And when the result is good or bad, it doesn't affect you also. <laughs> some rights are good, some rights are not good. But it doesn't affect you at all. For the child, it gets affected. <laughs> Same way, Bhagwan is doing for us, for our sake, for fulfilling our desires, for fulfilling our vasanas. He is creating this world for accomplishing our things. <laughs> To exhaust our vasanas, we have to have certain field. And that field is created by the Lord. Not for himself, for ourselves. That's why look at your own life. Think about it. You have come to this world with certain vasanas. And to exhaust that vasanas, you are given certain field. Different, different field are given. Even though you are living in the same world, but each one of you are take, you have taken different roles in life. In order to exhaust our vasanas that with which we came to this world. Gurudev used to say that, you know, this, this, this world is a big hospital. <laughs> in this hospital, we are all admitted as patients, you see, <laughs> to cure ourselves. 
and in the hospital if you go each patient is given different different treatment one has admitted there for with because of an accident another is admitted there for because of diarrhea or some or some other another is a diabetic someone is a heart patient someone is the Uh, some other problem like that different different problems are there and each one of them are given different treatments by the doctor same doctor maybe the same way we are all come to this world like a hospital we are all sit lying down there and we are getting treated by the doctor who bhagwan is the doctor and he has prescribed certain medicine for us to get cured and follow that if you follow that you will get cured suppose that person who is uh, admitted there for a what you call with an accident so his leg is uh, bandaged and one leg is up another head is up leg is also up is lying down there and he is prescribed doctor is prescribed to him because he has to get his health back for getting cured so he is given That's what you call this uh, chicken soup <coughs> every day, and the next uh, bed who is uh, lying down, he is a person admitted for diarrhea. Now that person is given what barley water. <laughs> Now this guy is looking at his barley water and looking at that fellow as a chicken soup. He is get jealous. What this doctor is partial. <laughs> maybe that man is giving him some money on the side that is why <coughs> he is getting better treatment like this if you start thinking then what happen that person who is tired of drinking chicken soup he will exchange that to you <laughs> for your barley soup then what will happen if you drink that then suddenly emergency situation isn't it <laughs> so everybody is given certain opportunity to fulfill their desire Or to full exhaust their vasanas, they stick to that. Then what happen? There are chances of improvement spiritually. <coughs> so therefore, Bhagwan says, "Nachamam tani karmani nibhaknandi dhananjaya." So these karmas do not bind me. Udasi navat asi naha. Udasi na means. indifferent i remain indifferent udasinavat asinaha so nakasya paksham he doesn't take any side that is called udasina the one who doesn't take any particular side is called udasina Udasinavat. I'll give you an example, then you will understand. Two people were drunk on a daytime. Must be a holiday. So both are drunk. Half bottle of whiskey is gone inside, and they were walking in the hot sun, holding the bottle. a one person looking up so half bottle is inside the sun become moon to you <laughs> so <laughs> he was admiring what a beautiful moonlight 
The other person said, what? It is not born, it is son. You know, two drunkards, when they start arguing, it's very difficult. Nobody will give up. So at that time, there was a third person was going. So they caught hold of him, asked, tell us. He says, it is moonlight. I say, it is sunlight. Tell me, which one is? Is it moon or sun? Now, this person looked at each other. If you take any side, he's in trouble. <laughs> then he said, I am not from this country. I am a foreigner. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, you understood what is Udasin. Don't take any side. So, that's why Swamis have to be Udasin. Otherwise, you can't survive in this profession. <laughs> because wife will come, come and complain about husband. Then after the wife has gone, why husband will come and complain about her. And if you take any side, you will not get bitcha, that is all. <laughs> so, better don't take any side. This is called udasinavat. Bhagavan is also like that, udasin. Because otherwise, suppose he listens to everybody's prayer and act according to that, what will be? It will be chaos, isn't it? <laughs> Suddenly when this is rain, you have a program outside, you say, Bhagavan, don't rain. Then other person is, the farmer is praying, Bhagavan, please give me rain. <laughs> what will he do? That's why he doesn't listen to anybody. That is. <laughs> so, udhasinavat asinaha asaktam teshu karmasu. So, he is totally detached from those karmas. That detached means the result of action is not attached, is completely free from. Because it, yes, his happiness is not depending upon the result of action. For us, the result of action, we are dependent because our happiness is dependent upon that. Therefore, then how then if you have no desire, you have no attachment, how everything happens. So Bhagavan says, Mayadyakshena prakritihi. Suyate sacharacharam. Yetunane nakaunteya. Jagatvipari vartate. Mayadhyakshena, Adhyakshena. Adhyaksha means president. Presidentship. In my presidentship. Everything. Mayadhyakshena, Prakritihi, Suyate, Sacharacharam. Prakriti produces the moving and the unmoving things in this creation. Mayadhyakshena. In my presence, everything happened. Now, who built Taj Mahal? Very, very difficult question. <laughs> who built <laughs> Shah Jahan, right? Now, there is a dispute, that's why people are not answering. <laughs> So it is a disputed thing now, because they say it was not built by Shah Jahan. 
originally it was built by a king, isn't it? Whatever it is, war be the king. It's a Muslim king or Hindu king, it doesn't matter. But you mean to say Shah Jahan lifted all the marble himself and built it? He must be very tired, isn't it? <laughs> he just gave order and all his prakriti ministers, all those people went into activity and they built it, didn't it? In his presidentship, everything happened. So in every meeting also there must be president present. Only then anything can be solved or any law can be passed. A resolution can be passed only when the president is present in a meeting. That president has got lot of powers, but he remains like what? Udasinavat Asinaha. Like our Indian presidents. <laughs> they have power, but our party, prime minister, etc. won't allow him to exercise his power. Unlike American president, they have infinite, they have lot of powers, but Indian presidents, they have power, they are not allowed to exercise. But here it is not like that. Mayadhyakshena prakritihi suyate sacharacharam hetunane na kauntena anena hetunahe kaunteya jagat viparivartate jagat revolves. So, in my presence, the prakriti, the material cause, gains sentiency. And in the material cause, all the jivas are in the unmanifest form, like the seed. Pijasyandarivanguro jagatitam prang nirvigalpam puna. Maya kalpita deshakala kalina vaijitra chitri kritam. So, Shankaracharya writes in the Chinamurti Stotram. So, Pijasyandariva ankuraha iva. Vijasya antaha ankuraha eva. So, how in the seed, the seedlings are inherent and manifest? The same way, even though it is a banyan tree, but the banyan tree seed is so small. In that small seed, the potential of a big, gigantic banyan tree is inherent. That we know now because DNA, RNA and all that study, the genetic studies now, they have discovered that that's that these uh, the, the small little, not even microbe, and in that so many millions of impressions are recorded. At the age of 50, all your hair will fall. All those things are there, it seems, recorded. <laughs> And when you become grey, when you become old, when will you die, all those things are there in the genetic study. That's why genetic engineering has become very important study now. <laughs> so, if that is possible, don't you think that the entire possibility of creation can be in all small little seed form and manifest? Etunane na kaunteya 
सो मयाध्यक्षेण प्रकृति सूयते सचराचरम हेतुना कौंतेय जगत विपरीवर्तते विकास ऑफ दिस रीजन द होल वर्ल्ड रिवॉल्स सो वन इज परमात्मा हुट अनदर इज प्रकृति विच इज इनसेंशियंट एंड टोटली डिपेंडेंट अपॉन भगवान दट्स वाय दैवीशा गुणमयी मम माया दुरत्या सेवेन्थ चैप्टर वी सो दैवीशा गुणमयी मम माया दुरत्या मे प्रपत्यंते माया मेता तरंते सो देर भगवान सेट दैट दिस गुणमयी माया ईज दैवी डिपेडेंट अपॉन मी It is powerful, difficult to cross. But mama vaye prapatyande, the one who surrendered to me, one who seek me, he will be able to conquer this Maya. <laughs> so here also, Bhagwan is saying, the Maya is dependent upon me. Therefore, you seek me, then Maya will not affect you. But suppose. You seek Maya, then what happens? You get into samsara. So, therefore, this fact is not known to many people. Therefore, they suffer. That is what Bhagwan is telling now. Avaja nanti ma mudha. Manushim tanu masritam. परम भावमजान मम भूतमहेशर हाउ कम आल डू नाट नो दिस्टानूढ़ा मनुषि तनु आश्रित this this verse can be interpreted in two ways one is simple meaning that bhagwan took avatara that is krishna krishnastu bhagwan swayam bhagwan himself is krishna so even though he has taken avatara bhagwan himself is krishna but even in his time during his time there are so many people who have not accepted him as the lord like duryodhana especially he has not accepted krishna as bhagwan he thought that he is a magician <laughs> maximum credit that he gave to krishna is he is a magician so there are avajananti ma mudaha Manushim tanu masritam, having taken this physical body, people do not know my parambhavam ajanandha. They do not know my higher nature. Mama Bhuta Maheshwaram, I am the Ishvara, the Lord of the entire creation, is not known to all people. This is one explanation. Okay. now from 
our standpoint, Jiva's standpoint, having identified with this physical body, we have forgotten our higher nature. Parambhavam ajanantaha. So, avajananti maam mudaha. Mudaha I mean fools. Foolishly we think that manushim tanumashitam, this human body that we have taken, because this, uh, uh, this uh, error in judgment is mostly seen in the human being. And the human beings are given the discriminative power, which we don't use it for the right purpose. So, this animals are at least programmed by nature. They don't exercise their discriminative power. But human beings have this particular power, but we don't use it. Therefore, we call, he is calling us muda. Manushim tanumashitam. So, having taken this human body, we identify with this body and we forget parambhavam ajanandaha. We do not know our higher nature. Who is, what is my higher nature? I am that Ishara. I am that Brahman. My real nature is that supreme reality. Who from, who is the Lord of the whole creation? This fact is not known to us. This is what is the whole Vedanta teaching is what? Aham Brahmasmi, Tattvamasi. These are the teaching of the Upanishads that you are that Satchidananda Sarubhatma. Your real nature is Paramatma. And what you, you have mistaken yourself to be this physical body. Therefore, there is a bondage and suffering. And in order to get out of this suffering, you have to own your own real nature, and that is your Satchitaranda Sarupa Brahman. So this is what Bhagavan says, the fools, out of compassion, Bhagavan calls us fools, okay? <laughs> you, even though you have ability, you don't use it. So that is why, because that's why Shankaracharya in Bhajavindam also, he uses the word Moodaha. Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Muthamate, Samprapte, Sannihite, Kale, Nahi Nahi, Ratchati, Dukran Karane. So, because from the standpoint of Mahatma's great souls like Shankaracharya, when they look at us with compassion, they feel we are wasting time. Therefore, they are telling Mudha, you know. <laughs> Suppose you know you are styled, your child is intelligent, smart, and that fellow is not putting forth proper effort to get uh, to score A plus. Then what do you say? What a fool you are wasting time, isn't it? <laughs> the urgency is shown here. Suppose your child has to go to school, 8 o'clock in the morning, the bus will come. He has to get ready. So you start waking him up from... 7 o'clock onwards, beta, raju, kaju, munnu, <laughs> wake up, and all that. You know, very nice language, you say. But 7.45, the guy is still in sleep. Then what do you say? Your language changes, isn't it? <laughs> ah, I'm coming there with a bucket of water. <laughs> Suppose the child, let us say the house is on fire, and you find your child is sleeping in the bedroom. 
Then what is that? You go and sometimes lift the child and throw him out also. That is not considered <coughs> rude. It is to save the child. The same way, Bhagawan, from his standpoint, when he look at us, he feel that we are all fools wasting our time. <laughs> Therefore, avajananti mudaha manushim tanumashidaha param bhavam ajananda Mamabhutamaheshwaram. Then what happened to them? Mokasha Mokakarmanaha. Mokatnyana Vijetasaha. Rakshasi Masurim Chaiva. Prakritim Mohinim Shritam. Mokasha Moka Karmanaha. Mokasha means vain hopes, expectations. Asha means expectations. So false hope. Mokasha Vritha Asha. Futile, unprofitable. Now what is example for Mokasha? See, expecting something from an object which the object doesn't have. So I went once somebody's house to, for a cup of tea, they invited me. So sometime what happened, a Swami goes to the house first time. The lady of the house get little disturbed, I don't know. They get agitated, worried, anxious. <laughs> and uh, out of love, out of anxiety, to make everything all right. So, Husband ordered the wife make some cup of tea for Swami. So she made a cup of tea and brought. And I took one sip. Then I kept it down immediately. What was that? Instead of putting sugar, she put salt. <laughs> Because, you know, salt and sugar look same, white color. So in her, you know, disturbed mind, instead of putting sugar, she put salt. This is called mokasha. Putting salt and expecting that salt to be sweet is called mokasha. Afterwards, I never used sugar. I say I will take it without sugar, because now this is the reason. <laughs> the origin of that is not diabetes. <laughs> Why take chance? <laughs> Never. So if you if you eat salt and expect that salt to be sweet, this is called mokasha. 
Now, what is happening to us is we are expecting what permanent happiness from where? From impermanent objects. Is it not? Eh? The object from you are expecting happiness, that very object is not permanent. So, this expectation, that kind of an expectation is called mokasha. And once you have that kind of asha, then what happens? Our karma also becomes moha karmana. Activities also will be like that, to hold on to something that is uncertain. Living in dreams all the time. Moha karmana, moha jnana, our knowledge also becomes vain knowledge. We have knowledge collected of this material world which are not permanent, continuously changing. That is why people are able to write a PhD. So many PhDs, I was thinking this topics are exhaust, must have been exhausted by now. They said, no, Swamiji, it is very easy. Whoever wrote something PhD, you just challenge that. Then <laughs> you get another PhD. <laughs> So, somebody has proven some theory that you dismiss it completely. So, with available data, at that time, what, what, ten years ago, certain data was available. Based on that, he created a theory. But now, another ten years later, data are different. So, you can defeat that theory. So, all knowledge, whatever you think that you know, it is not real. It is not permanent. That's why, see this in medical science also, how many specializations are there? And the more you come to know, more you realize your ignorance. That's why it makes you humble. How much we don't know that you realize. Suppose olden time MBBS, you know, that fellow is, is able to diagnose any disease. We are totally ignorant at that time. Now we have, because medical science has gone, progressed so much, that they have done so much of research. So, so much so that the right eye, there is a doctor, left eye, there is another doctor. Left hand, there is a doctor, right hand, there is another doctor. Isn't it? So, specialization becomes so much now. Why? Because knowledge is so much. And the more you come to know, what is that? How much you don't know, you realize. Hmm. So, Mokha Jnana. I remember one, one um, parent came to me, visited me. He had only one child. And the father was very proud of the child. He was telling me, Swamiji, this boy is with me, then I don't need GPS. One time he, he read that, um, uh, what he called, root map from the Google map or something, he read, he remembers. And he tells me exactly like that, where to turn, where to take that turn, this turn, he knows. He has got a photographic memory, something that he sees, something one time he hears, he remembers. <laughs> then I said, why do you waste that brain for 
reading map, Google map. <laughs> Why do you use it for GPS you can buy, you know? <laughs> that is only a few, a few dollars. But why you waste such a precious brain? Make use of that brain to teach him something like Bhagavad Gita, Upanishads, <laughs> and Vishnu Sahasrama, Lalita Sahasrama, etc. Let him learn. That will be a treasure for him. <laughs> so, this is what called Mokasha. See, so many things, unnecessary things we remember for nothing. The brain get clouded, crowded. With what information that is collected for nothing. <laughs> well, this is what you call that uh, Guinness uh, record of uh, book of records and all that. There is uh, what all that you read and see. <laughs> this person ate 14 kilos of plastic. Now, what is the point? <laughs> <laughs> what is he? What is he achieved by that? So what? <laughs> no, but they say, oh, my name has come in that. So, like this, mokha karma, useless activities which has no bearing at all. And this person swam across what that Suez Canal and all that. His, his name has come there. Mokha karma, mokha jnana, vichetasaha. Bhagavan says, thoughtless people. Vichetasaha means thoughtless. The thoughtless means what? After thinking so much, he, makes a, he takes a wrong decision. This is called thoughtlessness. <laughs> there was a joke about the Nambudri boy in Kerala. The Mudris are very intelligent, but foolish. This <laughs> combination of intelligence and foolishness is called the Mudri. <laughs> now, <laughs> this Mudri was a boy was sitting in the veranda of his house. And he was watching, there was a bull used to come with a round horn to come and grace. He was watching, watching, watching. One day suddenly he jumped and tried to put his head in between that horns. And the bull got scared and then he ran here and there and then threw him out also. And he fell down. He, the bull also walked over him. <laughs> what happened? Bruised and ripped, broken, limping. This boy came to the house. And the father was watching from the balcony, the whole thing. And father got so angry because they are very sattvic people. They cannot, you know, tell bad words. <laughs> so he just said, hey, why don't you think? <laughs> why don't you think? Then the boy wiped his tears and said, looked at dad and said, father, I was thinking for the last 18 days, what? Whether my head will go inside or not. <laughs> no. See, this is called vichetasa. <laughs> so you think all right, but then what is the conclusion? <laughs> now, haven't you seen when you go to India, some, you know, old houses, 
you village houses and all that you know there the 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 door is low so you start bending down so that you won't hit and you get up exactly at the right place and hit your head <laughs> so this is called moha moha ala vicheta saha then these people are called rakshasi asuriyam cheva so this prakritim mohinim sidaha so this rakshasi asuri rakshasi asuri rakshasi means devil asuri means undivine so this elaboration of this rakshasi and asuri will come in 16th chapter devasura sambhat vibhaga yoga there detailed description the seed for that rakshasi asuri that particular topic is here ninth chapter from here only bhagwan has taken and elaborated in 16th chapter so who is an asura asushu visheshu ramate iti asura so asura means the one who revels in sense pleasure is asura <coughs> so dehabimani continuously thinking about pleasure that type of a mental personality is called asura okay so always thinking about pleasure <coughs> after breakfast lunch mein kya khayenge after lunch you know and snack kya khayenge after dinner mein kya khayenge then midnight snack kya khayenge so uh, we can come very sporty with hekini so this is or what is the latest movie ha uh, hindi movie then what movie the netflix movies all <laughs> available so whatever that is continuously thinking about entertainment and pleasure that type of mind is called asura rakshasa is rajasic type of people and they want they want achievement and if anybody come in the way they will destroy them <laughs> ah so that type of mentality is called rakshasa mind so rakshasi asurim cheva so mokasha moka karmana because of their lack of understanding the higher nature of themselves what happened identifying with their physical body and emotion they commit so many heinous uh, what you call low class activities that make them either asuric activities or rakshasic activities so rakshasa and asura is not something you know a weird looking people with a horn and what you call that you know that kind of thing you see a coated booted person also can be asura <laughs> and rakshasa okay now but not everybody is like that okay there are some good people also there who are they mahatmanastu mam partha daivim prakriti maashrita भजन्यमनस 
ज्ञाभूता देर आर सम गुड पीपल महात्मास्तु दिस वर्स इज वेरी ब्यूटिफुल वर्स कंप्लीट इन एवरी सेंस महात्मा मीन्स लार्ज हार्टेड पीपल ग्रेट पीपल यू मस्ट हर्ड दि वर्स वसुदेव कुटुंबकम अयम निजो परो वेदी गणना लघुचेतसा उदारचरिता वसुदेव कुटुंबकम सो ए पर्सन हू इज थिंकिंग अबाउट मी एंड यू दिस इज मैं दिस इज युअर्स दिस सपरेशन कम्स they are all narrow minded people so a mahatma large hearted person is the one who consider the entire world is one family that is why we have a pledge we stand as one family bound to each other with love and respect <laughs> that line itself is good if everybody try to practice in chitma mission then <laughs> chitma mission become great of course it is great but greater so mahatmanastu maam partha daivi prakriti maashidaha divine qualities endowed with divine qualities bhajanti ananya manasaha worship me ananya manasa na anyata they do not want anything else except lord that's called ananya manasa nyatva bhutatim avyam having understood that i am the origin of all living being <laughs> who is imperishable that imperishable origin of all living being is myself having known that <laughs> this people worship me without thinking of anything else except bhagwan <laughs> so they are the mahatmas great people we shall see that some more meanings are there we will see that tomorrow eh? now we will have meditation for 10 minutes tomorrow we are meeting 9:30 right tomorrow saturday 9:30 is too early one day okay sacrifice your sleep